Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zen Ashe. I am your conduit, your coach, and your catalyst to that better life. A conduit provides a connection and a coach draws out hidden potential and a catalyst sparks change. So today we are going to be talking about aesthetics like style and order and basically your personal style, your branding. And I am here with Nadia Gully of Swanky D's. Say hi. Hello, 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 everyone. Awesome. Where are you from? Where are you well, from? I'm based, I am currently based in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, though I do live in California. Long okay. story. <laughs> well, it's, you know, I love to be able to see that we're getting people that are coming on from all different parts of the country, which is cool. And I had a couple of international people that came on from uh, overseas. So that's really cool. And so um, we're going to be talking about your business. We're going to be talking about your journey. We're going to be talking about the whole concept of style. Um, and I'm looking at your hair. So you definitely have, you know, a very colorful style. I love it. Uh, what, what color is that? Is there a specific color? Well, it's actually a, a turquoise, a uh, not turquoise, uh, like a royal blue and a purple. So it's a mixture. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, I started my natural journey about a year ago and, you know, we were talking about style and um, I'm very much in awe of people like you and people like my stylist because I was kind of conservative, I guess you could say. I had worn my mm -hmm. hair the same style probably since high school and then I decided to go natural and, and she was like, okay, let's braid it so we can cut it real short and get all the perm off. So we're gonna braid it here. We're gonna braid it this way. We're gonna braid it that way. So I, I didn't do the big chop. I cut mm -hmm. my hair like three stages. Okay. And so I did a lot of uh, flat twists and a lot of braids and I never saw myself as a person that would wear braids, but now I've worn all kind of different types of braids. And so, you know, I, as I said, I'm, I'm really in awe of people who are able to, in a sense, style others and help them find their personal style because I do feel for myself, um, my stylist helped me to, in a sense, get in touch with myself in a different way and get mm -hmm. more comfortable in my skin. And, you know, I was like, I think I have a fat face. Is, I, is it going to look weird if I have one side of my hair doing this? She's like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? And, you know, so I think that people who um, are like you and are, you have an eye, you are able to see certain things that maybe other people don't see. And you're able to bring that out and, and help people, guide people into showing their best version of themselves or the best version of their business. And I think that's a very powerful um, tool because we all are trying to, well, most of us are trying to be our best selves, but we always, we don't always know how to get there and, yeah. so, and come to someone like you or someone like my stylist and say, I want to try something new, help me out. Or can you help me with my branding? Can you help me with my style? So um, what, what does style kind of mean to you? Well, for me, uh, just style is definitely freedom of speech. It's a way for me to express express how I'm feeling that day or just in general. Um, and it's crazy as you mentioned it, I, I did my big chop back in 2012. 
And if if you know me, if you if you follow me, you know I'm very um I like to to keep it to change it up a whole lot. So I may have a different hairstyle or a different look uh, weekly. <laughs> people, some people get get a little bit um, get a little bit confused, at which I've had to die down a little bit because the fact that I do own a business and you do want people to actually remember who you are. Uh, but you know, b- before the business took off in in a, in a, in a way, it, I definitely express myself i could be i could have a grunge phase today and i want to be a feminine hippie the next day and it'll, my hair from my hair to my to the shoes and the clothes i'm wearing it's all going to it's all going to portray that so definitely style is is a way for me to express myself freely i i agree with that and i know what you mean because um there are two artists that came to mind when you said you changed up your style a lot uh, one is uh, a lady named Goddess V and the other one's a singer named Mika Machette. And I swear I've met them three times. And every time I met them, they would say, you don't remember me, do you? And I'd be like, you look kind of familiar, but I can't. they would have changed their style in mm-hmm. my eyes. They would have changed their style so much that I was like, no. Okay. And they're like, you just met me two weeks ago at such and such. And I was like, that's you? You look so different, you know? So style is, I, I know we must... If I, as a woman, you know, have been like, oh, my gosh, she looks so different. I know men are probably like, what are they doing? What is she doing? You know, but it's. They it's like wonderful. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. You know, and I remember there was this meme and uh, it had the I'm every woman, you know, music playing underneath mm-hmm. it. And it had all these different styles, same woman, but all these different styles. And she looks so different in each picture. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely agree with you about the idea of freedom of speech and, and, and self-expression, you know, and as a poet, you know, that's really high on my list of priorities to express myself. So having that ability to do it through style is, is really, really powerful, I think. And I think that's that, a powerful, very powerful tool. Yeah. I, I love that. I feel that media is catching up with, all of the styles that are out there. Because I think for one, when I was growing up, when I was younger, it seemed like we only saw, um, how can I put it? We only mainstream saw- what was on yeah. the television. But now, you know, you're able to see where fashion, uh, excuse me, where fashion houses get their, their actual style from, which is street style, the everyday person. So I definitely agree with you on that. Now we're seeing it firsthand versus seeing it through a, through a designer house. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And um, another thing I, I put down, I think that it has a lot to do. I mentioned confidence and self-esteem. Do you see yourself being able to help people with that confidence and self-esteem through, through your brand and through your business? Definitely. Um, especially with the young, my younger clients, um, well, with, with all of my clients, it, it's a certain type of person that's being portrayed on, on social media and that has completely taken over. And my job is to bring you back down to earth once, for, uh, one, to let you know that those people that you're looking at and you're so depressed over, they aren't real. Oh, Remember that. Then, too, just to help you 
bring out your alter ego, uh, your uh, your your alter ego, your your innermost fiercest self. So, by that, my business definitely helps you with that. Uh, well, um, currently uh, we just did a relaunch, so I was a personal stylist for Corporate America, uh, but we recently transitioned to um, helping small businesses, brands, and boutiques uh, become their innermost wonderful selves. Or, uh, excuse me, well, in general, just become their innermost wonderful selves through merchandising. So uh, it's become it's it's become just just about that one person, and now it's about a whole whole stores stores chains, whatever you want to call it. I love that you're expanding that way because um, going on my own personal journey, I think that COVID in a sense helped a lot of people because as much as it did harm, as much as there were horrible uh, health issues and things like that, people were not at work mm -hmm. and they were at home more and they were self-reflecting a lot of them more. And, and it gave a lot of people the freedom. Like I decided to go natural during COVID, mm -hmm. something I had been thinking about for a while, but I was scared. Um, uh, people say that, you know, it's not as professional as having relaxed hair and all that. And then I'm thinking, we're not even going back to school this last year. You know, we, we weren't mm -hmm. even going back to school at all. I was like, if this is the perfect time, I'm going to have from March until, let's say, the end of August, mm -hmm. deal with my hair to see how I look to get comfortable with my own changes mm -hmm. before I have to be physically on a campus again, possibly, if we go back in August. That was my thought process. And so it, it gave me the freedom to, and I, I know I'm not the only one, to experiment and to, okay, I'm gonna cut one third of my hair off and then another one third of my hair off. And I, I'm just going, you know, I'm going to get all the relaxer cut off, you know? So by the time I go back to school, I, it'll be all natural. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I actually had a mohawk during, during. <laughs> so yeah, I cut it off again and, and kind of went short and went for another hairstyle too. So I get it. Well, and a lot of people were trying things because the salons weren't open mm -hmm. for the longest time. And so, um, you know, part of my going natural was, okay, I'm not going to relax my own hair. And, and I want, I've been wanting to do this. Now is my time to just let it grow out. I'm going to let it grow out. Mm -hmm. Go back to the salons. And then once, once, you know, once we go back to the salons, okay, she's going to have some stuff to deal with because I haven't been. And, you know, none of us had been for what six months i don't even remember how long it was it was a long time it was oh, well i was in california at the time we didn't open up as fast as the rest of the world we shut down first and we opened back up later than everyone else so it was probably we literally august september we were just starting to open back up kind of yeah. and then we went back on lockdown I hear you. Well, <laughs> Texas opened up a little bit sooner, but but still, it was it was a good four or five months, you know, for most people in most places where you were dealing with your own hair, you were dealing with your own style. People were coming to, I guess, a different realization of who they wanted to be and what they wanted to do. And and I know that it's it's probably my perspective, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that 
people like you, you know, if you had a YouTube, if you had customers, you might've been getting a lot of calls during that time. Like, what do I do with my style? How do I do this? How do I do that? You know, because people were, um, not able to go into the boutiques as much. They had to do a lot of online. They had to do a lot of YouTube looking, that kind of thing. Did well, you think that happened? For me, not for me necessarily, okay. because uh, at the time, last time this year, I was in international sales. Oh. Um, so international and domestic sales and Swanky D's was kind of like on the side, but it completely absorbed me it took every time I had, I was working like 12, 14 hours a day, you know, just to, to get everything together. So I didn't really have a whole lot of time for Swanky D's at the moment. Uh, so for, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot of reaching out. It was more so people were, were watching me live my life because I call my customers freedom flowers Oh, so I love that. they were able to see the original Freedom Flower at in work. At work, I was when I wasn't working, I was gardening and painting and sewing and just creating all kinds of clothing and things. We were doing DIY projects together. I mean, like fringe jackets and. Uh, pick paintings and, and all kinds of different things. So my customers and followers were just able to see the, the real me but in my natural state because normally I'm kind of, I'm a little bit more professional or, you know, but they really got to see the, the, the freedom flower me, which I guess brought us closer together is what, what I felt or what I feel like. Um, because a lot of my customers or followers still reach out to that. I'm having to make a separate page from from Swanky D's now to to um to to the new business venture that we transitioned over to, so that we still keep that kind of that um, open door policy, I guess. Well, that's great. I love the I love the transparency, and I love the creativity, and um. It, any way that you're expressing yourself, you know, is style, you know, your style of painting, mm -hmm. your style of, of how you put your garden together, you know, all of that ties into style. Um, and also identity, you said that they got to see more of your authentic self, you, you brought out more of your authentic self. So I think that uh, one of my, my co-hosts, because I do a live show, um, mm -hmm. co comedy, music and poetry called Laughs and Lyrics, and she told me, she said, Girl, you should have cut your hair and gone natural like a year ago because you're just doing all kinds Yeah, of it is. I wanted to say something, but I was going to leave it for later. But yeah, you should have cut it a long time ago. Being natural is like, is the best, okay? Like I said, I, I did a big chop in 2012. I grew it back, chopped it back off, grew it back, had all oh, oh, so much hair. Just, and then I chopped it off and now I have this. So it, it does, you know, for me. And I think, again, this is why style is so powerful. When you have accepted certain narratives that you have to be X, Y, and Z to be successful in mainstream America, and then you say, I don't believe that anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to go natural. I'm going to change my style up. I'm going to, there is um, a freedom that comes with that that almost makes you feel like if I can do this and be um, my own person, be authentic to myself 
what else can I do? You know, what else mm -hmm. can I try? And it, and it does give you very much of a, I guess, a boost of motivation. And, and for me, just kind of a, a sky is the limit mentality. So I, I think that, you know, people think of style sometimes as just very shallow, but I think mm -hmm. it's much deeper than that because it ties into identity and possibilities and just taking ownership of yourself and your life, um, mm -hmm. not letting others dictate what you should be or how you should be. So I think that that's very powerful. And um, so, so you, you said you transitioned into having Swanky D's as more of what you're doing now. Well, I actually had my relaunch on um, March the 2nd, and I had a relaunch party and my five-year anniversary uh, on March the 7th. So Swanky D's transitioned from just personal shopping and uh, personal styling to uh, merchant, a merchandising consulting agency. Basically, we offer merchandising services to small businesses, brands, and boutiques. So that includes everything from fashion production, so fashion shows, in-house charity events, in-house promotions, different things like that. Buying services, so I go in for boutiques and general stores, whatever uh, whatever the, that type of store may have been, a candy shop, um, gyms I've worked with, and we go in and buy for that for the actual store. Merchandising services, which would include window displays, as well as uh, the actual store itself and your, uh, your website and then we also content so we do multiple videos photo shoots for for excuse me for your products as well as uh, tiktok videos instagram reels whatever it is you need we'll we'll put it together for you for for your social media as well as your website that is quite impressive um as a person who has done shows, everything you mentioned, there are so many moving parts. There's so many moving parts to a fashion show. There's so many moving mm -hmm. parts to um, video production. And, you know, I haven't even ventured into TikTok, so I'm, I can't even speak on it, but just, you know, to putting together a display, to getting, you know, merch, good photos of your merch. I mean, you, that's a lot. That's, that's quite an impressive resume, you know? So um, I am definitely impressed that you're, basically it sounds like one-stop shopping. You come here, you can get everything you need for your presentation of your business or yourself. So that's, that's pretty impressive. Definitely. Well, I have a great team behind me uh, to to assist with it. I, they they take care of the heavy lifting for me, and I'm just able to to create. Uh, and I know if if they were here right now, they'd definitely be like, "Lord, she's sometimes she's she's out of the box." Like currently, I have displays in um, Alabama's first selfie museum, which is called the Pixel Room. And, you know, you go and everyone knows what the selfie museum is. You go in and it's like 30 displays. You go in and take pictures and do whatever you want to do. So for the month of March, uh, I was commissioned to come in and do some displays for them. So we have some women's, some, um, some international women's month displays. 
set up there and I know the, the owner of the actual the establishment he when I was getting you know kind of getting the, the things approved for each room he just kind of looked at me like you know I don't know how you come up with these concepts but I'm gonna let you be great <laughs> and and that's kind of how everybody else looks at me too I, I don't know what you think in your head or how you come up with this but I'm gonna let you be great and, and that's kind of how it goes from now from now on and then then my team comes in behind me and we 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 get the job done that's awesome i've heard that before too like well how did you even come up with this idea so that that is a great compliment and it just shows that you're truly original and that you're doing things in a way that people haven't seen before and i love that you did something for women's month because this is march this is women's month we had international women's day um not too long ago so like who are some of the women who inspire you oh my goodness so many it's so many beautiful women in this world uh but uh my top i'm gonna do top five is that okay top five. yeah that's fine that's fine of course my mother's ah because they are the pillars of strength to me uh, you know, personally, you know, you can see celebrities and, you know, see, okay, well, yeah, y'all went through a whole lot, but just being in, in that, in the, in the experience, definitely it'll have to be my mother and just let the women in my family, Josephine Baker, she is the original Frida Flower to me, Frida Kalu, who is an artist and painter, um, she's an activist, you know, so she definitely fits in, in with, with me. Rihanna Bagariri. Uh, she's a style maven of mine. I like like me, she is a chameleon when it comes to, you know, putting on that show for fashion. She's the uh, Fenty, the Fenty, excuse me, the new Fenty fashion show is one of the reasons why I transitioned. I was sitting at home in quarantine and her Fenty fashion show debuted, the second one. And I've I was in love and I was like, you know what? I don't know why I'm sitting here working this job, but I just know, I know I'm, it's just not for me. I'm not a nine to five person. And just watching her fashion show, her fancy fashion show, it definitely gave me a whole new lease on life. And why, why am I not doing this? That's exactly what I want to do in life. So definitely Rihanna, um, Lena Horn. Uh, she's favorite yeah. as well. Uh, and I was, that was my top five. I was going to keep going <laughs> my top five. Those are, some, those are some amazing women and, and mothers, of course, you know, my mother, she was, we call her, she was a hustler. I mean, she, mm -hmm. anything that could be sold, my mother sold it. She sold Avon. She sold Tupperware. She sold Mary Kay. She sold real estate. She sold insurance. She sold, you know, pre-arranged funeral. My mother sold Okay. She sold. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I said, Oh mom, you work too hard. Mom, you do too much. Mom, you never stop mom. Um, and then look at, uh, here I am, you know, so uh, the women in our lives shape us definitely and, and inspire us and push us to be our greatest. So I, I definitely have to basically tip my hat to my mother and, and to lots of all the women that you mentioned. Um, it's, it's great to have a, a month set aside for women. Mm -hmm. It is wonderful. And 
for, you know, I look on Facebook and I see different women being highlighted and it, it is inspiring. And I've learned about new women, you know, through seeing little memes that have gone up on Facebook, you know, women that I didn't know about. So I love, I love to learn. I love to just be exposed to greatness. You Definitely. Know? Um, you mentioned kind of helping businesses be fashion forward. What, what does that mean? I've heard that term before, but I've never really known what that meant. Well, that mostly pertains to boutiques and being trendy. I know that everyone watching here today can see the, how should I want to pack it up? It's very, I don't even have a word for it right now. It's just so much of the same uh, thing. So much of the same thing. Everyone has started a boutique and, you know, a lot of people who started these boutiques, they just did it for a way to, you know, either make a little extra cash or they did it because someone else did it. But, you know, it's those out there who really wanted to, that was their dream to actually start a boutique and they're, experiencing uh, a bump in the road, if you want to say, because everyone has started this boutique and they all have the same vendors. Mm. They all have the same ways of, they're all copying the people on Instagram who already had the, the actual boutiques before, you know, they became popular. So now they're trying to find a way to, to make themselves different, to make themselves stand out from every other boutique that has popped up within the the last you know year, so it's it's my job to go in and create uh create a different experience for that boutique or that store uh, because you could be a stationary store and you're trying to figure out how you can stand out. I don't know, uh, but it's my my job to go in and make that more fashion forward or more more industry standard, if you want to say, it's because you want to be able to compete with those new boutiques that popped up over the last year and those those uh, main mainstream stores or, or well-known boutiques on Instagram or wherever you might ha have you. So my job is to go in and use my Clark Atlanta degree and, <laughs> and give you the ins and outs of, you know, creating that, that that different experience for your customers okay and you also mentioned like creating pleasing displays and things like so when you're looking at um creating a display you talked about the display that you created for the selfie museum so what are like what are some things that you do to try to create those displays that kind of please both the business owner but mm -hmm. also the public that's coming in to see different things. So I use a bit of an unorthodox method. So when I when I my, excuse me when my clients come to me, they have to fill out a questionnaire, and of course they'll have the basic questions on there. But then I'll ask questions like, if you had three three words to describe your business, what would it be? If you had three songs to describe your your business. What would it be? You know, what is the type of woman or person you would like in your store? Just kind of, 
kind of weird questions, if you want to say. Um, like, uh, for example, I had a, a cosmetic line come to me and they were interested in new campaign photos. So they at they gave me their model. I asked, "What was it? What was your model? What uh, what type of woman comes to you for for your products? And what what are what are some songs that you 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 think your 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 um your business kind of portrays? And one of the songs was um, "I'm Every Woman" mm-hmm. by Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. So I kind of take take what I, I learned from those those like kind of off the wall questions and I, I roll with it. I listen to the songs that they give me and whatever that feeling is that that I get from that song, that's I just take it and run with it. And nine times out of ten it's it's right on the money with what what the customer wants and with what their what the um what the client likes. Awesome. I think music is very powerful. Um, I created a personal development tool and basically it's, it's a 20 page workbook and each mm-hmm. page has a different topic. And one of the things you ha- you have journal questions in there, but you also have a line where you write a song that mm-hmm. relates to that topic. And I think looking for songs and thinking of songs in terms of what does this inspire me to feel or or believe or think is powerful because songs are triggers. They, they transport us to places and they bring up certain feelings in our mind. So I definitely like that you have that question about songs in there because I think, like I said, I like to try to help people create triggers in their life that are positive triggers. So whenever they hear that song, they don't just think about, oh, that's Whitney Houston, but they think, you know, like with the I'm Every Woman, maybe they think about, the woman they want to be mm-hmm. and 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 that song becomes a, a a reminder of some of their goals that they have you know and so that's a, a way that i've used songs um so how did you even get started with swanky d's well swanky <laughs> d's was originally a, a vintage shop and I needed it as a way to get through college. So I started back and it actually started back in 2015. But I say, you know, say that um, it was established in 2016 because that's when I really started to take it seriously. Uh, but I needed a way to, to, to get to, through college. I'm working and I, I found a way to create, uh, to, to incorporate my love of vintage clothing and my need for, <laughs> for my degree. And I just kind of started from there and between interning and, um, I became a traveling exhibitor. And then from there I worked in international and domestic wholesaling. And that's how I ended up. That's how Swanky D's is what it is today. So between the interning and starting Swanky D's as a a vintage store so that I could, you know, for for extra funds to get myself through college. And those my corporate job. And now Swanky D's is a merchandising consulting agency. Well, you know, I love it when people pull from everything. They pull from, okay, here's my necessity. I need money. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to create something, but I'm going to pull from my education. I'm going to pull from my corporate job. I'm going to pull from my own personal interests. I'm going to pull from the things that inspire me around me, you know, the, the people that I see doing certain things that have inspired me. And they basically, I, I say, I call it becoming a sponge. Mm -hmm. You become a sponge and you, you absorb all of the good things that are in your environment. And then you create something new with that. And you put out something that, in a sense, multiplies what you were given because you took all these little experiences and now you are multiplying that by creating a display over here and, and a branding package over here and, and working with this person over here and, you know, doing all these different things. So you're spreading it out, you know, and, and touching a lot of different people in a lot of different groups with it. And I always find that amazing because there are some people who sit in the same environment and have the same opportunities and they don't do anything with it. They soak it up, but they don't put anything back out. Mm -hmm. It just sits within them. So the people that actually soak it up and say, okay, here's how I can use this. Here's how I can use that. Here's how I can use this to create something that's unique to me and, and is my gift to the world, I think is, is just uh, inspiring and definitely what we were put on the planet to do because everybody has their gift. You know, what you're doing, you're doing it your way. And you're, as, as I said, being that sponge, pulling in all these things and now putting out Swanky D's and all the things that Swanky D's is creating. And people are saying, where did you get that from? You know, and it's because you're, you are synthesizing so many different things and then creating something new out of it. And that's, that's a powerful skill. That's a skill that I think a lot of people can learn from no matter what industry they're in to, to be able to pull and coalesce and synthesize and then then put out something that's different. So, so on the journey, um, what has helped you? you? You talked about how there are many people that are feeling like the pressure to be trendy and to do what everybody else is doing but you seem like you have not fallen into that trap at all. What has helped you to stay authentic to your style um, so that maybe other people can learn from that? Well, I've always been a rebellious child, <laughs> uh, just a rebellious woman in general. Uh, so, you know, when everyone else was wearing just polos and I don't know, Jordans. I've never been a big fan of Jordan. Mm. Um, so most people were like, what? No, I've never been a big fan of Jordans. Um, I've just always, always wanted to keep my, to keep my own identity. Mm. I tell my parents all the time, I, I wouldn't have made it in, in the military. Uncle Sam wouldn't like me. I don't care how, how much they thought they were going to, you know, run me into submission. Sis was going to have some, something that was going to make her different in, in that uniform. Like even, even just back then, I've always just wanted to be my own person. I just always wanted to be, uh, feel free in my own skin and feel comfortable with what I was wearing. You know, I've had those, those times where boyfriends are like, why can't you just be <laughs> like everybody else? But in the same breath, I'll, I'll wear, 
I don't know, say I'll have these glasses on and they're like, oh, well, why are you, those are so weird. You shouldn't wear those. Those are so, they're, they're so weird. They're lame, whatever the case may be. But one season later, everyone has these glasses on. And then they're, you know, they're looking at me like, oh, okay, whatever. And I'm like, I'm my own trendsetter. I just, just be yourself. That's all you can be. Be the most rawest form of yourself. That's it, the most. It's going to be the most happiest person. I like that. Be your own trendsetter. Be the rawest form of yourself, because you'll be happier. I like that. So I wanted to give you some time to just talk about um, whatever tips or um, guidance or you know whatever you wanted to say about your business, about your journey um, as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I try to, I always feel like you don't know what you don't know. And mm -hmm. I have said many times that when it comes to certain areas, I am uh, uninitiated in a sense. So style is something that we all have, but mm -hmm. some of us have struggled with our whole lives. And then other people, they just seem to, they seem to have always had a like a, a a grip on it you know mm -hmm. um i mean i've gone through my tomboyish stage where i didn't wear any makeup and i was just you know sweats and t-shirts and and you know jeans and sneakers all the time and then i've gone through kind of a more much more in a sense glamorous stage and then now i'm kind of probably in the middle somewhere but a little more trendy with the hair you know so i think lots of people go through all kind of different as they grow as they change their style changes um but i think that some people just have seemed to i don't know you just had your own sense of who you were always and and you just were able to stay true to that you know so just whatever whatever you want to say about style about your business i'm just letting you talk <laughs> okay well, I would like to get to the to to the basics of things. Um, just personal shopping, personal style. I know as women, we have a really hard time, and men don't really understand it because, uh, for example, say you have five pairs of jeans and they're all the same size, but you can only fit two of those. <laughs> you see, you you feel me. Yeah. Okay, I just want to say, ladies, you might be that size. It's just right now, uh, the way that, that manufacturers cut their clothing, they have their own sizing chart. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Just just keep that in mind when you're, when you're shopping. Pick, those, pick the best brands for you. Brands that 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 suit your figure, too. Know your know your figure. Know what your know whether your pair or a heart or a diamond. Know your know your dress shape because that's what's going to help you find the most flattering pieces for you. So these are little gems I'm going I'm going to drop to you as a personal stylist. And that 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 is number two should have been number one. You know, we see we tend to 
once again, find things or want to wear things that are trendy that other women uh, or that other people have on or are wearing, but may not necessarily be a night, a good trend or a, a good essential for you. So just figure out what your 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 figure is. And then from there, you can, you know, kind of do a little research and figure out what's, mo what's the most flattering on you. You know, for me, um, I don't know who I was online, but, you know, I'm a little top heavy with most black women are a little top heavy. So, you you know, you have to make sure that you, you want to look classy, not trash. <laughs> Put it that way. Uh, right. Uh, but we'll keep going. I can talk all day about this. <laughs> and um, three, uh, essentials. Mm. Every woman should have essentials in their closet. Okay. Little black dress. White button down, that wonderful dope pair of jeans that you just can't live without, a motorcycle jacket, and a jean jacket. You have those, anything's possible. <laughs> anything, and I mean anything. Um, and then as far as now, trans just transitions to swanky D's, uh, we'll definitely be, uh, if, you, if you, once you start following my Instagram, and my Facebook page. So my Instagram is at swankybees underscore fashion. Uh, and I have on a emerald green dress. And it's actually, um, the picture is actually of me in uh, one of the sets. It's an office set. So that's really dope. So uh, Instagram is at swankybees underscore fashion. And my Facebook is swankybees. So it's uh, swanky. Capital D apostrophe S. Uh, if you follow those for all the businesses, brands, and boutiques, I will be giving out tips on how you can maintain your social media page merchandise-wise, not marketing-wise. Uh, and if, if there are a couple posts there, if you aren't, aren't, excuse me, if you are not aware of the difference between merchandising and marketing. That's a really big thing you wanna you wanna get to know as a business owner. You know, marketing is how you how you is the brand, the overall branding, the long term branding of your company, and merchandising is that short term. How am I gonna sell these products that I have on hand right now to you? You know, so I will be giving tips out for the the actual branding and marketing. Uh, excuse me, merchandising of products. So that would be a big help for any new businesses or reoccurring businesses. And if you don't have the actual time to, you know, do this, do do this yourself, we, we do offer those services for you. Uh, I feel like I'm rambling, girl. There's so much I got to say. <laughs> I'm a business owner. So um, and I'm a newer business owner than you, because the first business uh -huh. I started was uh, the live comedy and music and poetry show, which is two years old. Okay. And then I started the online store during COVID because okay. I everything online. So I'm learning mm -hmm. e commerce. And then I started the podcast in October. So it's a lot of, it's a learning curve, a lot of learning. Um, but I'm learning as I'm going about a lot of things. And, and uh, so anytime I get any nuggets from anybody, I'm always, you know, as I said, be a sponge, you know, soaking it up so that I can apply it. Um, so no, to me, you were not rambling at all. To me, you were giving out some good information that, 
you know, lots of people need. Um, I did want to ask you, so let's say that there's someone who's looking for a personal stylist. What are some of the kind of questions that they should ask or what should they be looking for? What would be a way to find kind of a good fit with a personal stylist? Okay. Uh, so just, I normally ask for, a, for me, I give a little bit of a background on, you know, who I've styled uh, in the past because you could go to a personal stylist, but that stylist be a celebrity stylist and versus someone who works for a corporate stylist. And they could give you very different results based off of who they've worked for in the past. I know a lot of celebrity stylists are a lot, a lot more trendy and they like they want you to keep up with appearances versus like a corporate stylist who is going to more so prepare you for prepare you for anything that could happen, whether it's a quick trip out of town. Uh, an emergency or you know emergency conference or something or just a, a business dinner meeting you know what I mean so it's it's all about who you're check the check the references for for your stylist one two check whether or not they require you to have um, a, a large budget uh, because for me because I have that thrifting background, I didn't require you to have an enormous budget. And I basically would, I, that's how I personal shop for people. Um, I have clients that I personal shop for them in the thrift store. And, you know, they only had a $500 budget, $200 budget. And, you know, we made sure we had, whatever they needed for their special occasion or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. So for me, it was more so I really wanted to fit the needs of the customer versus, okay, well, this is, you, you want to, you want a personal stylist. So now your personal stylist is going to give you, you need to have Gucci product in me. No, not for me. I know your budget. I know that you have a sector meeting on the 12th. You have a conference from the 20th through the 31st or something like that. And we we know this is your budget. And this is what we're going to have to shop for. And I know for me, I take a lot, take a lot more time. You know, so that's another thing. Ask how, how many hours this person has to be able to shop. You know, so it, it just definitely all depends on your budget and what type of look you're going for is who you're going to who you're going to who you're going to need to run into. Rather. That's some really good advice. Um, I, I, you know, I've never I've thought about it. I was like, I wonder what it would be like to, to you know, have a personal size, especially since COVID, because like mm -hmm. having um a hairdresser who's caused me to try a lot of different things. I've loved that journey. I've loved kind of the the creativity and just the expansion of my horizons mm -hmm. and seeing myself differently in terms of, oh, wow, I didn't even think I would like that hairstyle, but I love it. You know, that kind of thing. Because sometimes people, as I said at the very beginning, many stylists have an eye and they're able to bring out and show you different things that you would never have tried on your own. 
but because you're um, trusting that person to look at you and say, hey, I think this would really work for you. And you're trying on different things. It just expands your horizons, which I think is always a great thing um, to just move out of your comfort zone. You know, so oh, yeah. If yeah. you're comfortable, then it isn't for you anyway. That's something different. Oh, I'm all for the different. My my friends, like when I'm, when I'm not working, my friends are like, they're my world. I don't have any kids or you know anything like that. So, my my kid my my kids are are my friends. I'm I'm always the one that's like, you guys want to go on an adventure, <laughs> and they're just like. <laughs> and you know, for me, it could be you know us going thrifting or us going cross country or whatever the case may be. <laughs> so always try something new. I'll you know get you a friend like me. How about that? Let's let's put it that way. Get a friend like me. So how did you come up with the name Swanky D's? Well, um, I was actually just kind of looking through different adjectives, um, just like what describes me, what describes, you know, how I want my customers to feel or, you know, just different things like that. E stands, of course, for um, my name. Uh, it's, my name is Nadia, but everyone calls me Didi. So that's where the D comes in. And then Swanky, I just, it was like several several hours of going through different different adjectives that describe myself. And I finally came up with Swanky D after uh, I have a, a, a personal focal group of family and friends who aren't afraid to tell me if I'm right or, you know, aren't afraid to tell me if I'm wrong or if they don't like it. So I just drop it in the, the family group chat and I, I got my answer, <laughs> really. Uh, you know, I have a family of entrepreneurs and, you know, we we definitely we make sure that everyone is on stays on their P's and Q's. You want to say that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I wanted you to tell the people again where they can find you, you know, your website and all those kind of things that they would need to know if they wanted to get in contact with you. And do you work with people outside of your area? Are you just local in Alabama or do you work with people? outside of Alabama? No, we are a nation, nation, uh, nationally based brand. So Swanky D's can travel to you. Like, uh, I have, like I said, I have I have customers all over right now um, in California, uh, Texas, uh, as well as Birmingham, Louisiana, Atlanta. So I have, I have customers everywhere right now and uh, we can set up retainers for you to where we can go in and merchandise your store once a month or however many times, it, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, I can, you, excuse me, you can view my, um, what services I offer via swankybees.com. So um, I also have a shop store on there with some cute, cute little trinkets and, and things like that. So if you are interested in learning, interested in learning more about the services that I do offer, once again, you can reach me on swankybees.com. I can also be reached at swankybeefashion at gmail.com, as well as my Instagram and Facebook, which is Swanky D's underscore fashion and Swanky D's. 
Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. I think we covered a lot of things about style and how important it is beyond just the physical surface, you know, to identity, to confidence, to self-esteem, and then to brands being able to really give their customer the feeling that that mm -hmm. customer wants and to really um, show their best, as you said, their best selves as an individual or as a, as a brand. So I want to thank you for joining us on, on this podcast about aesthetics. Is there anything that you wanted to say before we head out? No, ma'am. Other than um, you should have cut your hair a year ago. I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for joining us and may you walk in Zenergy. Have a great night. My name is Zenai Shea, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one, I'm going to show you mine, is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there are 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize Your Life with me. Thank you.